or more area of outstanding natural beauty. 12 sections, one designation. And welcome to episode 16 of the Cornwall AMB podcast. In this episode, we're heading to section 7, West Penwith. West Penwith is a sparsely populated peninsula and it's ringed by high cliffs uh, rising to high rocky moorland at its centre. It's a really special and historic landscape and we hope you enjoy listening to the special qualities of Section 7. If you'd like to share any of your images or thoughts or uh, favourite memories of this section, please don't hesitate to get in contact with us. You'll be able to listen to this in English and in Cornish. Enjoy! Section 7, West Penwith. This section of the AONB includes the most westerly stretch of the Cornwall Peninsula, extending from the western edge of St Ives, around Cape Cornwall and inland to include the central Penwith Hills, also referred to as the Downs or Moors. From Sennan Cove and Land's End, the AONB narrows and the A30 forms the inland boundary. On the south coast of the peninsula, the AONB remains mostly south of the B3315, extending east to Penley Point on the Penzance side of the coastal village of Mausel. Section 7 encompasses 13,762 hectares and represents 14.3% of the total area of the Cornwall AONB. The key landscape characteristic of West Penwith is shaped by its granite geology and geographical position at the end of the land, exposed to the full force of the Atlantic Ocean. The hard granite coastline has been sculpted by wind and weather into a sequence of headlands punctuated by substantial cliff chasms or zones. This is a historic landscape of unique, sparse, open coastal moorland, which offers a complete contrast to the lush, enclosed subtropical valleys of the south coast. The Penwith Central Hills, locally known as the Penwith Downs, form a granite spine along the northern part of the peninsula, stretching in an arc from Trencrom and Rosewall Hills at 237 metres elevation in the east to the highest midpoint of Watchcroft at 252 metres near Morva, diminishing at the small, rounded hill of Chapel Carnbray in the west. Further west, the AONB boundary narrows as it rounds the very tip of the peninsula, past Senan and Land's End, then hugs the coast south of the A3315 and is comprised of the more sheltered landscapes that address Mounts Bay. The north coast of West Penwith comprises a series of headlands and coves that form a continuous sequence from Carrick Dew, west of Porthmere Beach at St Ives, to the mining landscapes of Pendeen and St Just. Here, the coastal plateau forms a narrow shelf-like band that gently slopes towards the cliffs, bordered and defined at its inland edge by the sharp transition to the steep sides of the central hills. The central hills offer shelter to the mainland area of Cornwall beyond West Penwith by providing a barrier to the worst of the Atlantic storms. 
The open, elevated moorland is interspersed with outcrops of granite, such as Zena Khan, Khan Galva, Rosewall Hill, whilst the small hill of Trencrom, topped with tors, forms an outlier to the east. Land use. Apart from scattered farmsteads, the two small north coast villages of Zena and Morva provide easy access to the popular routes of the southwest coast path, the Tinners Way and the Coffin Trail. Smaller hamlets are found along the dramatic and stunning coast road, the B3305, such as at Rosemurgy and Porthmere. The main road through these places becomes characteristically narrow and winding. Further west, a linear pattern of housing, mostly terraced cottages, has developed along the coastal road, such as at Pendine and Trewellard, with the older medieval town of St Just, with its twin squares providing most local facilities. The traditional buildings, houses and farmsteads are of the local vernacular granite construction. The archaeological interest in West Penwith is of international importance. The range of archaeological relics, ranging from Neolithic coits or tombs, standing stones from the Bronze Age, such as the Stone Circle at Trekker Seal, and the whale-known Main Antol near Carn Galva, bear testament to early human settlement, together with the notable remains from the Romano-British period at Chysorster near Lancledra and Carn Uni to the extreme west of the Central Hills. The rocky headland at Gurnard's Head and Bosrigan also provide evidence of Iron Age cliff castles. This wild landscape has a powerful sense of place, largely due to the absence of 21st century pressures and provides inspiration for many writers and artists. The whole area is famed for its past of hard metal mining, particularly on the north coast from the Cot Valley at St Just and at Pendine, where relics of the mining industry are very evident. Here, the prehistoric fields are littered with redundant mine buildings, old waste heaps and fenced-off shafts, a legacy of the 19th century. Just outside Pendine lies Givor Tin Mine, which is preserved as a working mine and is a key tourist site. This area forms the core of the Cornwall and West Devon Mining Landscape World Heritage Site in Penwith. The Cot and Kanijak Valleys form breaks in the otherwise elevated coastline, with both valleys revealing extensive evidence of the former mining industry. North of Land's End is the popular Whitson Bay, stretching for one mile between the headlands of Pedden Mendu and Eyre Point. At high tide, the beach, a popular surf spot, is divided into two, with Senan Cove Beach to the south and Gwynver Beach to the north, bounded by 38 hectares of stabilised sand dunes. A short walk west out of Senan, past accessible granite cliffs, a popular spot for climbers, brings you to the actual land's end, otherwise known as the Peel, where a finger of sharp, craggy granite called the Longships, dips into the sea, where is mounted the Longships unmanned lighthouse. The western exposure of jointed granite cliffs from Land's End to Gwenap Head is the most westerly point of England. 
Apart from the prominent tourist facility at Land's End, visitor infrastructure past Senon is low-key, although the Land's End airport has recently undergone some expansion. Upland areas are almost devoid of settlement, with most dwellings built in the sheltered southeast of the Downs. The south coast of the peninsula is undulating, but still has a rugged and indented coastline, with many headlands and small coves, with slipways providing access for fishing boats, such as at Porthguara, Penberth and Lamora Cove. There is a distinctive and regular pattern of narrow linear valleys, with small streams running northwest to southeast, draining towards Mounts Bay. On the sheltered cliffland between Mausol and Lamorna, remnant small horticultural fields grow daffodils and potatoes. These fields date back to the late 19th century and were cultivated to take advantage of the low sun angles to hasten the growing season. Many of the field boundaries have now been removed to provide access for modern planting and harvesting machinery, resulting in the historic character of the small irregular field system being largely erased. The largest settlement in the area is Mausel, a very popular tourist destination where summer visitors flock to see its historic working fishing harbour and its cluster of granite cottages along winding narrow streets providing a picture postcard setting. Active granite quarrying operations in elevated land at Castle Andinas and operations at Penley Quarry close to the area of outstanding natural beauty at Newlyn, are controlled under the review of mineral planning permissions. Biodiversity and Geodiversity The moorland vegetation of West Penwith consists of western heath intermixed with gorse, hawkweed, scabious and fine grasses. By contrast, the areas of wet heath are populated with purple moorgrass, cross-leaved heath and western gorse. Whitsand Bay Dunes contain the only British population of a shield bug which was first recorded in 1864 and is associated with sparsely vegetated areas of loose sand. Culture and Heritage When you walk the dramatic and ancient landscape of West Penwith, you walk in the footsteps of giants. Myths and legends across the ages can be found in the magical scenery. From the lost lands of Leoness and the city of Atlantis, to the prophecies of Merlin and the beauty of the mermaid of Zena. Tom Borcock's Eve is a celebration of the heroic actions of one fisherman in Mausel, and further festivals recognise the incredible heritage of the landscape and its communities. West Penwith has inspired artists across the centuries. From 1880 to 1940, the Lamorna Society, part of New Lynn School, was prolific in the production of art and culture. Artists and writers included Derek Tangy, the Minak Chronicles, Sir Alfred J. Munnings, modernist painter John Tunnard, Lamorna Birch and Laura and Harold Knight. This period was dramatised in the novel Summer in February and also turned into a film of the same name. More recently, contemporary artist Kurt Jackson has his studio and gallery in St Just. The granite cliffs provide a dramatic setting for the open-air Minak Theatre, set on the headland high above Porthcurno Beach, 
with its impressive backdrop of Mounts Bay and the distinctive silhouette of Logan Rock. Culture and heritage has also inspired innovation. Porth Curnow is home to the Museum of Global Communications. PK, as it is known in telegraphic code, owes its unique heritage to the arrival of the first undersea telegraph cable in 1870, which stretched out from under the seabed at Porth Curnow Beach. Cornish Hedges The north coast is particularly distinctive for its intricate network of tiny irregular pasture fields, bound by granite Cornish hedges, which are prehistoric in origin and deemed by many to be among the oldest surviving man-made structures that have been in continuous use for their original purpose since they were made, many being older than the Egyptian pyramids. Cornish hedges in West Penwith have a construction markedly different from elsewhere in Cornwall. Large granite boulders, or grounders, act as a foundation for irregular upper courses of varying sizes of weathered granite taken straight from the surface of the moor. Some have little vegetation other than perhaps a sparse topping, whilst others support windswept and gnarled thorn bushes. Partnerships and Neighbourhood Plans The partnerships and neighbourhood plans that exist in this section are... The Neighbourhood Development Plans for St Ives and Lodgevin. The Development Plan for St Just in Penwith. Parish plans exist for St Levin, Zena, St Burian, St Creed, Senon and Madron. The AONB are working with local businesses and residents, for example PK Porthcurno, who are leading on the Porthcurno Community Plastic Free Project. The St Just Heritage Area Regeneration Project has led to the successful physical regeneration of St Just Town Centre and stabilisation of selected prominent historic mine buildings and sites of interest. And Cornwall Council's Historic Environment Service have produced the following publications. The Archaeology of the Moors, Downs and Heaths of West Cornwall, and Managing the Historic Environment on West Cornwall's Rough Ground. Other designations. The Cornwall and West Devon Mining Landscape World Heritage Site includes the areas around Giver, Batalloc and Levant along the western coast. The area along the West Penwith coast, from Land's End in the south, extending past Cape Cornwall, to just east of Gurnard's Head, is a special area of conservation. The sea at Land's End, Runnell Stone, is a marine conservation zone. And West Penwith was designated an International Dark Sky Park in 2021. Significant landowners. Some of the significant landowners in this section include Historic England, who managed the ancient Iron Age settlement of Chisorster, and the National Trust, who managed significant and extensive coastal and inland properties around Zena, St Levin and St Just, including many of the coastal mining features. Landscape Condition Landscape condition is an important aspect of the Cornwall AONB's monitoring and reporting process. 
If you are interested in exploring this further for any section of the AONB, you can find out more by visiting the Cornwall State of the AONB report, available at cornwall-aonb.gov.uk forward slash state hyphen of hyphen the hyphen AONB hyphen report. If you are out and about in this section, look out for basking sharks, nightjar, grasshopper warbler and dolphins. Grand Scythe, Henwith West, Qualitas Arbenic. Nars Tirwith Awethic Penwith West, Euphervius Gansi Thorvorieth Rowan, Hai Savla Doroniethel, Oth Pen and Vlas. Diguthis the Nerth Dien and Canevor Atlantic. Groen Callas and Arvo, Raber Gravius Gans Gwins Hakewa, the Holians Abeno Tir Pointius Gans Islonco Bras in Alcio Po Soano. Otomar Tirwith Historic a Wone Alvoric, Iger, Anvenoch, Unich a Ginnick, Gorthweth Goal, the Nanzo Isdravano, Parkius, Frothus and Arvasoth. Breo Creso Penwith, as one is in Leal Aval Gone Penwith, a first Mel Cain Groen, a his Ran and North and Conatir. Othestin in Gwarak, a Vreo Trinan Croven, Hareswal, in Est. Then Uhella Gresboint, a Garnan Bich, August of Vorveth, Oth Isohe, then Vre Gren, Bian a Japo Canbray in West. Pelathan West, or an Erdian Ve Aguha, Hag Evo Mors, a Dro the Ben and Conatir, Opasia Sen Senen, Hapenan Vlas, Thana Imperial, an Arvo, then Soth, an A. Tree tree on an pimp. Hagi comprehend Tirwetho moi clesis. Hag erbin baya and garrick. Over north and penwith west, a isins keveris a beno tir ha portho a ferv holions didor a garrick thu. West a dreth porthmur in porth ear, the dirwetho balweth pendin halanust. Omer Ferv and Ucho Compeson Alvoric, Bond Cool Kepahagestilin, a letter in gentle Trohan Alcio, Amelis Hasterius Oth Amal and Tyr, Ganstromenians Sherp, the Emlo, Serth, and Breo Cresel. And Breo Cresel, a Guinic Clesens, the Arenabeth Daw, Bras Kerno, Dress Penwith West, Drebrovia Let, then Gwetha Tuwetho, and Atlantic. And gon ucho eger you scatteris gans blenio groen keper ha carn senna carn galva habre reswal habre vehen train and crobum as he gans carno one edi o fervia erior than west. of the Cornwall AMB podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening. You can find out more about Section 7 West Penwith if you head to cornwall-aonb.gov.uk forward slash management plan and hear more about the aims, objectives and policies for this local section. 
Please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast channel. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Cornwall, Area of Outstanding Natural Beauty. 12 sections, 1 day.